Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. Dead Baby Bear. Long story. (laughs) That's the thing that always has bothered me about like corporate comedy and like TV, especially in Canada. It's like, oh, no, 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 you can't be saying that kind of stuff. But like you go and do a dirty show at that same festival and people like are losing it. They love it. Like, well, that's naughty. Everybody likes dirty, dirty jokes. This is this, this the first podcast we've done in what a year? Yeah, I think a year. I think it's been about a year. It's been two hundred. I don't even remember <laughs> what's happened since the last time we did a podcast. Oh my God! There's the, been. Is the Queen alive? The Queen is alive. She didn't die yet. No, she was not in a school in America. Why so don't she's we? Still alive. We'll do this podcast and then we don't do another one until the Queen's dead. <laughs> you know what'd be so dead, funny? Dead it's, at my house. It'd be so the funny. Viewings at my house. <laughs> if she was just like yeah let's just skip over charles and go straight to william <laughs> and charles would lose his fucking mind it'd be funny when i die i want you to promise me that you'll have like my funeral my viewing at like a low-income housing unit like the lobby of a shitty hostel or something sure just something just a horrible place nobody wants to be and i'm just out there whatever you want frozen who do you think will die first you or me me why you definitely me you think you're better than me? Oh, you think you're, <laughs> oh, you think you're gonna fucking finish life first? <laughs> I finished first in life. I mean, I finished life first. I, I life went first. into death. That's the thing. I, you know, that's the th- yeah. Because I think Jim and I were talking about that. Like a more, I would believe in a more realistic version of heaven where like you die there too. Oh, so you have to go to heaven and then live another life yeah, and like die? Yeah, you're old and your liver's failing and then you die and then you go to heaven and you still have to do dialysis. Oh, my God. No, if heaven you is still real, have to, no, you still I feel have like to, heaven... You still have to drive on the cloud for oh an hour and a half no. to get to, get to the hospital thought. and Then I'd want to die at this age. Then I want to die tomorrow because I don't want to be No, because life heaven. is precious, right? So you get to heaven and you're life like, wait a minute, what the fuck? I don't want to... Li- this is heaven? And they're like, yeah, basically it's just an extra 50 years-ish. I know we've uh, talked about what like ideal heaven is. I thought is. heaven was forever. No. I feel like heaven, You ha- if it's real, if heaven is real, you get to be your ideal age, like the age that you were the happiest at. That's what you get to what be. What would you go back to? Would I you have be no kid idea. kid or 18? I don't know if I've ever been happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep I don't me, know. Lock me in at 83. Nobody ever says that. Nobody's ever like, you know, keep me here. Keep me in an 83-year-old wheelchair struggling yeah. to get around. Yeah, like that sounds awesome. Like you, if you die old, then you're old in heaven. Of course you would be. Oh. Why would you? I don't know. I don't get this. Like, what is what is your vision of a soul? When you think of a soul, what is it? Is it like a like a fucking electric blob? I think it's just sparkles. <laughs> it's just some sparkles. Because how would I know who my dead relatives are? Like I'm rolling around. I'm a soul. I'm a weird blobby thing. I look like a comet. I bet you when you are a soul, you can recognize your the souls you know. I guess you'd have to have your face on the front <laughs> of your Every, soul. All the souls have a name tag. Sean <laughs> <laughs> LaComber. Hi, like, my name is Sean LaComber. <laughs> welcome to this punch party. Hi, my name is Sean LaComber's soul. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everyone's your name like, tag. he had one? He didn't. He, I thought he was soulless. What yeah. is uh, what is happening in your life? Anything new and exciting happening? I don't think so. For episode 100 and whatever the fuck it is. Who cares? I don't <laughs> I went to Ontario and did a tour, and it was fun. Uh, I did mushrooms. I thought we were being shot at because I'm way too hypersensitive about shootings because I was down. I was down there, like, right after the Buffalo shooting, before the school shooting, Mm -hmm. and uh, we were walking. Like, it was the day they had that gigantic storm. Did you hear about that? Like, Like, it was, like, tornadoes in the middle of Ottawa and stuff. But we were at Niagara Falls, and we were at the falls, and it just turned black. So we're like, okay, well, we should start walking up because we're going to get totally dumped on. And we're walking, and we get up to the top by the Falls View Casino, and just this, like, the loudest crack I've ever heard right above our heads. And I I swear I thought we were being shot at, but it was just thunder, like, literally right above us, which meant that there had to be a lightning strike close to us. Yeah, another mass roof shooting takes out (laughs) Kathleen McGee and her... (laughs) Dove, no. <laughs> right, right How do we into make these roofs safe? I'm so... Uh, it's it's Less screwed. doors. All these shootings have fucked me up because I accidentally saw the Buffalo one. Like, I was scrolling through Twitter on that day. I'm like, what Only is the this? mass ones. Only the mass ones fucked me up. All of them do. Nah, when it's just one person's dead from a shooting or whatever, I'm like, they probably had some kind of weird beef. 
I guess. So I can I can let a solo dead slide from a gun thing. But yeah, the mass ones are so random. The mass ones are like, what? How many? That's the, what was so scary with the buffalo one. It's like, I didn't, like, this girl's just walking along, having a great day, and she's gone. Immediately, like, hit head down. And, like, lucky for her, because honestly, she probably doesn't even, didn't even know what happened. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one thing. But holy fuck. Just to think, every time I leave a store or walk into a store now, I'm like, I could be dead after leaving yeah. here <laughs> like it's yeah, so I d- bad yeah i go out i'm like what's the price of this tomato and then it's like who cares i could fucking yeah <laughs> it's probably good for grocery store sales because people are doing a lot less like browsing pri- yeah they're, they're not just browsing. in and out yeah. as in fast as possible out. in we go out we go yeah we're in bulletproof vests yeah, and people are like well, go. it's not gonna happen in canada i'm like yes it will do you think people don't have weird guns in canada even we do have gun control but it's not foolproof no if you want to kill people you can do it I like I like the argument of like fewer doors or something like fewer doors because the Uvalde shooting like they were doing everything that Republican talking points have been for decades, which is like you should have a school force, a school police force. Yeah, they were doing it. They had a school police force. They had eight officers whose job was to keep and they all chickened out. Yeah. So, yeah, they kind of. Yeah, I guess they kind of did where you're like there were parents running into the school to grab their children yeah they were like arresting apparently one of the the, the teachers that got killed called her husband and said she was shot and she needed help because like she's bleeding to death like if they hadn't been in there for an hour i bet you some of those people would have been saved because i think some of them just bled to death because they were in there for a fucking hour yeah and it's because they came out kind of like well we did yeah we lost a few people yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, they're just like, how do we down? Yeah. They kept trying to cover up everything. It was but it's weird because if I was in charge, you know, it's like that guy who was in charge was a coward. And I'm like, well, if I was in charge, even if I was a coward, yeah. I'd be like, you guys, go, go, go. <laughs> you two, go, go, yeah. go. You three, go, go, go. You nine, go. And then once everybody was dead, I'd be like, all right. That didn't work. This guy's a good shooter. This guy's good. <laughs> this guy's good. And then I would have stopped. And then yeah. I would have been, and then I would have like shot myself in the shoulder oh, and gone I tried. down. Yeah. I've been like, oh, we all got snabbed. You are such a good like way to be a coward. Like you have like a really good. As long as you're in charge, yeah. it's yeah. easy to be a coward when you're in charge because you're just the go 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 guy. Yeah. You're the go, 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 you guys end your own lives. Well, it's funny because like it, now because there's so many, everyone has a camera. You can't lie about shit anymore. You can't make shit up because they were saying that. Oh, like a border cop ran in and killed him, but it, it and they made it sound like, you know, it wasn't an hour after the, this guy walked into a school, and then they blamed the teacher for leaving the door open and it wasn't open, like, they they were making up all this shit and it was kind of like crazy. Yeah, keep all those doors closed in Texas when it's like plus fucking four hundred, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's so insane. It's just completely insane, and nothing will happen, like. Nothing, Nothing will, will happen. happen. Like literally, like after Sandy Hook, when that per- when I've heard people say, like, if they don't do gun control after they murder s- seven year olds, then nothing is ever gonna happen, and it won't. It just won't. No. Like there's people that are still like on like Ameri- like Republican, like oh my guns, but they don't want to take your guns away. They just want to like stop the wrong people from getting them. And also, who needs a semi-automatic? Who needs one? Like, I get it. You think that it's, oh, it's my right. It's not. If you're going to actually go off what the founding fathers, semi-automatic weapons didn't have it. You can have a musket. (laughs) Enjoy your musket. (laughs) You know, like, but they weren't thinking about machine guns when they're like, everyone has a right to have one. Because that's like a literal war machine. Who needs a war machine? And the fact that it's so easy for an 18-year-old kid to get a war machine. Yeah, and it was a good example of, like, this is what happens when you have 19 guys that are, like, frozen solid in a hallway because yeah. an 18 year old like just know the firepower of this thing yeah and they're like that guy, i don't he'll know he'll take it, my head off yeah this will be fucking well you know wh- what's the point you know uh, i guess you just sort of like it's a weird call to make with not, i could you know like i just can't imagine making that call yeah be like probably everybody's dead yeah um let's hang here until the janitor gets back from lunch yeah and then <laughs> what why would you assume that like, I mean, oh, my God, those fucking. And the crazy thing is they stayed in the same town. Like, I would have moved overnight. I would have been gone. Gone, yeah. But I was like, you, Uvalde, that's all your job was. Yeah. Your job was to hang around in case something bad happened. Yeah. Their, your, their job pre, 
prior to a mass shooting was nothing. Yeah. Like just pre- playing pretend, yeah. having a badge, having a gun, walking around a junior high school, like yeah. nothing. With, your, with their p- power. <laughs> nothing's happening. You maybe tell a kid in grade eight, hey, slow down. <laughs> you can't run in here. Hey, what do you got your phone on in the foyer for? <laughs> That's it. That was your whole fucking yeah. job. You got to just do nothing yeah. and pretend to be a cop. And then the shit hits the fan. It's the one time in your career where you're being asked to earn the fucking money yeah. that the town has been giving you for years. Yeah. And you can't do it. And when, and where were all the people that were like, oh, if I had a gun, I would have run right in there and done it. Like, I- as long as there's guns around, you can stop another shooter. Well, it didn't work this time, you guys. It's just like, it's... It's so crazy. It's so yeah. crazy. It's gross. And I love that Canada like made stronger, and then America's like, look at how Canada's getting all fucked up. We got, like, no. No, we got less freedom. Nobody's mad. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Like, I don't. I've like I've shot a gun before. I went to a gun range once, and it is like a crazy feeling to shoot a gun, but it's also scary. And like holding a gun even is kind of like. This is like a murder weapon. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a very like, odd feeling. So people that like that feeling kind of creep me out. And it's, <laughs> it's, I, it makes me laugh, too, because, you know, you'll hear the sort of conservative talking points being, we should arm teachers. And it's oh like, yeah, right. you mean the people you hate? Yeah. The conservatives hate teachers. Yeah. They hate them indoctrinating our kids into, like, well, they're going to listen to that. Uh, they're going to watch a, a cartoon video on LGBTQs and then want to get all LGBTQs. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's not how fucking sexuality works. Yeah. You're attracted to what you're attracted to. Yeah. Nothing changes it. Yeah. No video you watched in junior high was going to be like, maybe I should eat puss. <laughs> I mean, there was one. Okay. <laughs> there was a party. But junior high, like, you weren't going to learn anything that was going to be able to change. I mean, it's so yeah. ridiculous. Well, like, and then, like, the, they're mad about uh, drag queens having parties with kids now. Because there's kids that do drag now. Because they're, le- surprise, surprise, kids know that they're gay when they're kids. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's not a surprise that this has become something. Because drag has become so, like, accepted. Like, it's everywhere. And also because there's nothing wrong with drag. Exactly. Right? It's like dress, a guy dressing exactly. up as a girl, a girl dressing up as a guy. Who gives a shit? So, of course, kids are going to start getting into it. And now there's and like... what's ki- wrong if they do, right? I mean, it's just crazy. They are saying that drag queens are pedophiles and perverts. Yet, then you go and you see like uh, these people online dating 15-year-old girls. I didn't know she was 15. And like it's all the Republicans that are pedophiles and perverts. <laughs> oh. Well, obviously, you're on the wrong website. <laughs> La- you're on the wrong website, lady. <laughs> No, it's crazy. It's just nuts. Well, and you just did a debaters taping. So did you. So you got to debate a person. Yeah, I yeah, it was fun. I loved. I really love doing the debaters because it's so much fun. Yeah, the crowds are just you're the just like, oh pumped. wow. Yeah, it's nice when you're like, hey, nobody's yeah. here to see me, but that's okay. No, they're just excited to be there, and it's like it's like taping a game show. Like everyone's really excited at the beginning, but then by the last few, they're kind of like, I'm tired. <laughs> but they still were good the whole show in yeah. Saskatoon, but. Yeah, and it it's fun. not it's not competitive, but it's but but it is like oh I can bomb, like bad yeah like because there there can be other like normally if I'm bombing, there's nobody doing good right beside me yeah there's nobody next to me killing it's like me bombing by myself the yeah. guy's not enjoying it, but the debaters you can be like blah 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 no one laughs and then that guy says blah 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 laugh and then that guy says blah 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 laugh yeah. and then it comes back to you blah 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 no laugh and then you're like I had a couple okay. that only one person in the crowd laughed at so I was always like see they get it like I'll just be like see it's actually funny you guys are all dumb but that guy knows it yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah, yeah it was good and like uh I'm do you get like when you get one do you like I don't feel like you're like one of those people that's like, we need to meet, we need to go over our script. I just like, I'm not like that. I like to just be kind of very like loose and like, especially the bare knuckle part. Like I, I'll plan a couple of start stuff to start talking with, but I think it's like, you'll always get better jokes if it just off the top of your head. Yeah. Cause know. you're supposed to sort of, you know, get together with the other person. Yeah. Well I do that. Ad- well in advance. Yeah. I'll do it like the day of maybe. Yeah. Just <laughs> like like people were writing their answers for like everyone was writing Kelly's answers for his like he didn't even have oh I don't out. even know where I'm going here with it like yeah he's like, and then he goes out there and does extremely oh, well oh he killed he killed it was yeah. so funny he'll always be like a legendary figure old Kelly Tater yeah he just like, like yeah, he I don't think he's ever bombed unprepared 
Well, his bombing is like, like us my killing. doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 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 His version of bombing is like four girls being ew yeah. once in a while. That's Never. Him, that's him bombing. Yeah. <laughs> that is him really bombing. And it's fun to get, like, I got to do two, which was nice. I was very excited. They asked me to do two. Because I, I think, like, last time I did, I'm like, hey, if you want me to do two, I can do it. Ha ha. And then they did. And I was like, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, well, if you want me to do three, I can. I ha-ha. could. I could do them all. I can do them all. No, it, they're, it's just, like, when they're, they're easy to do. Like, not, like, like, they're pretty easy to write. Um, yeah. It's the only shows where I'm not like, oh, yeah, I got to do that fucking. Yeah, no, I like doing them a lot. I got to go to that thing and do that. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, at least these ones, it's like, well, you get to hang out with other comedians, you get yeah. to hang out with people. It's like a mini festival, you get to see And there's not as much friends. pressure, because it's like, mine didn't go so great, but everybody else's was good. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, hopefully I snuck in there. I told them, I'm like, you guys should do, like, a competitive thing, like, with the, all the comics, and, like, or maybe the comics should just do it. Every comic puts in, like, 50 bucks, and whoever gets voted to the night gets the money. I just think that would be fun. I like money. <laughs> I think it would be fun, though. Or maybe that would get mean. Maybe that would get mean. Like, I'm assuming I'm going to win it or something, but... Oh, yeah, because everybody would think they had the debate of the night. Yeah. And then be like, oh, I think we're pretty clear. Yeah, I guess that's a bad idea, because comics have too much... What do you mean we weren't the debate of the night? You weren't even top five. Comics have too too much... Yeah, we're too sensitive. We couldn't do that. Well, can I see the... Can I please see the voting tabulate? Can we please do a recount of those eight votes? (laughs) I love that because that's a normal thing in human. Like, you know, if a kid gets cut from a hockey team or like, you know, a debater doesn't win the fucking 50 bucks. Everybody wants to like look at the numbers. Show me the data. Show me the raw data. And then you see as if you're going to see it and go, okay, like you lost. Yeah. So the numbers are going to probably indicate something that you don't like. Yeah. They're going to be like. 62 to 48. Wait a fucking second. How did I get less X Factor than Kathleen? <laughs> I'm full of X Factor. You're all X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Kathleen. That's all I am. Just X Factor. She's just a little sizzle. I'm just a little sizzle. She's just a little sizzle. She's all X Factor. There's, there's no. And that's it. Y or Z factors. There's no other factors. Oh my God. At least I don't have any X Factor. You have X Factor. Oh, you got that X Factor. You got some of that X Factor. That Factor <laughs> X. Do we have any shows together coming up? I don't think we do. I don't do. know if we do. I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, what am I doing? My July is pretty empty, but like August, I'm pretty booked for August, September. I'm going to San Diego. Oh, why are you going to San Diego? Just with my family. Oh, are you going to go to Legoland? I don't think so. What are you going to do in San Diego? There's a zoo. Take them to the beach. Some beaches and <laughs> fucking execute sea lions. Execute sea lions? <laughs> no, not execute. Just slowly kill them with disease. The zoo is really good in San Diego. Is it really? Yeah. It you is been? a good zoo. Yeah. Yeah, because you were down there. Yeah, there was you did all mom. the touristy stuff. Oh, yeah. I love California. Like, I love Disneyland. I love doing that kind of stuff. Like, it was fun. Disneyland is, like, I think $200 a person, basically, now. Yeah. And that's for, like, bare-bones tickets. You don't get any... Yeah, any Well, no, it's for rides, but you don't... Like, now, if you want to go, you want to buy those passes where you can jump lines and stuff. Because otherwise, you're standing in a line for an hour. So, you literally spend an hour standing in line for one ride. Good God. But, yeah. It's crazy. And you hate the pass people. Yeah. Like, like, look at those, those fucking past people. I went on my birthday one year because my was when I was living down there the first time, and my mom came down, and it was my like twenty seventh birthday or something like that. And uh, you got in free that year on your birthday, so I, uh, my mom was like, "Okay, well let's go because you get in free." And I got a big button that said "Happy Birthday, Kathleen," and every single employee, if they saw you, had to say "Happy Birthday, Kathleen." And and oh, I wanted to go on. Splash Mountain, but my mom's like, I'm not going on Splash Mountain. Like, that's no, I'll die. Like, I'll, they'll give me a heart attack or something. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go. And like, because I had the, oh, because I was a single rider, if you go by yourself, you can cut the line too. Like, you can go in that line. So I'm like at the front and then (laughs) by myself, and the guy's like, Happy birthday, Kathleen. (laughs) This girl by herself at Disneyland on her birthday. (laughs) It was pretty embarrassing, but I still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It. You know what is? Uh, have you ever been to Disneyland? No. Not even as a kid. No. Like it's like it does make you feel like a, when you're an adult. It does make you feel like you're a little kid again when you're there. Like because yeah. I went like twice when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, it's just. But Disney adults that are really into Disney are like that's. 
That's pathetic. Relax. That's you, pathetic. You're really trying to hold on to this child inside of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something going on. Yeah, you're right. There probably are some wacky people that. Oh, there like, are. Like if you're a Disney employee, you're like, that bitch has been here three times this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know them by name. Oh, and they pro- like, and they probably hate them. Because when I worked at Fordham and Park, how can you afford, we had like, regulars. It's, it's, it would make you angry. Like, how can you afford to be here all the time? Oh, they probably buy a year pass, which is, the, it's the same as buying a ski pass in yeah. Canada. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah, no, they, they're they every day. We had people at Fordham Park that would be regulars, and I'm like, oh, I they're the worst. Because they're the ones like, well, last time you said that yeah. Dr. Buchanan, uh, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, Are yeah. you pointing out inconsistencies in my fucking scripted story, <laughs> you piece of shit? We had a guy that would come. I don't know, because last time I was here, you said that same thing, and I Googled it when I got home, and it was 1786 that that happened. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out for all these people here. Like You're Sarah an idiot. doesn't fucking matter that I was a year off. There would be people that would like know the food schedules because, like, you know, you go to those places sometimes they give you food. So, like, we would make soup at one point. We'd bake bread, and then um, at the native camp they would make bannock. And th- this one guy would come. He'd bring his own fucking cup, and he'd be there right for the soup. This fucking double double slurpy mug thing. Yeah, like double it was gulp. so weird. It was so weird. <laughs> Just like I'm trying to think of a place I go to all the time that I shouldn't be. Maybe like the r- hockey rink where it's like. But you should. But be then there. I'm there you're for my kid. Yeah, I don't you're, really you're not just hanging out because you don't know. If you were just yeah. some weird dude hanging out at the hockey rink, that's weird. That is strange. I've seen people. I always find it weird, but then I guess they're there f- to get. Maybe they can't have a dog. But when people are at a dog park without a dog, mm-hmm. also dogs think they're weird. Like they're like, "What? Why are you here?" <laughs> Where's your Where's no, your dog? That's you putting it on him. No, that, uh, that person doesn't. How does the dog know that that person doesn't have a dog? Because they see that they're just walking without a dog. Yeah, but don't they know it's an off-leash park, so the dog could be somewhere else? But usually, if you're walking there, your dog will be near you. Hmm. It is weird when people. But then I'm like, I get people probably just want a dog, or they can't have one, so they just like come down and get. Because every time I go to the dog park, I am happy when I leave. It's the best. Mm-hmm. It is the best. That's like where Connor McDavid goes to one, right? Yeah, Con- we walked past him once, and <laughs> he's like, "Eugene had this giant stick in his mouth." He's like, "That's a big stick," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I didn't know it was him until I walked by because I recognized his dog because I knew what his dog looked like from some like celebrity dog calendar. That's and hilarious that you didn't recognize Connor McDavid until you saw Connor McDavid's dog. Well, and then I saw this hot blonde. I'm with this guy, and I'm like, "Who the fuck? Why is he with her?" And then I Googled the dog. I'm like, oh, that was Connor McDavid. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like she is like gorgeous. And like next to him, it's like he's a, he's average. He's not like Ryan Smith gross, but he is like no. he's average. <laughs> he's not Ryan Smith gross. <laughs> well, I always thought Ryan Smith was like so. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't oh. a hottie. Yeah. And he also was he was like a, a very Christian dude whose favorite movie was a cartoon. I remember reading a profile on Ryan Smith, and I was like, was I have thing? way less respect for this guy now. What was his favorite movie? I don't remember, but the it was a fucking. <laughs> it wasn't even like a funny cartoon. It was just. I, I was just like, it's a cartoon. Heavy, yeah. me- heavy metal. I don't know. His fav- I'm like, your favorite movie is a fucking cartoon. It wasn't like Captain America or something yeah. cool. It was like just a fucking dumb like Aladdin, Lilo and Stitch or oh, something. Really? So he's like a very Christian. He's like my my most the most important thing to me is my faith. Like oh boy. Oh, I hate that. One of these guys who's the most, you know, and then his favorite movie was a cartoon. And I'm like, I didn't, I, this, of course I, this guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Fucking hate you, Ryan Smith. Yeah. And we haven't talked since the Oilers lost. I got really into the playoffs because I can't get into like regular season because I get mm. angry. Like the stakes aren't high enough. Angry. So it just stresses me out too long. So then I'm in the playoffs and I was having a great time, but it was sad when we lost. Until you weren't. But also, I was so happy we beat Calgary. Like that was oh just yeah. like that was better than winning the Stanley Cup. I think. Like honestly, that is to God, yeah, yeah, for it us, absolutely nails it down. Because Calgary is just like they're so cocky. Yeah, they just think like, okay, we should be able to breeze through these guys. Um, you know, I wonder if we're gonna. I wonder how we're gonna do against Colorado. Like, and every expert picked them. Yeah. So and then they won the first game hard. Like scored a lot of goals, yeah. and then they were up two nothing in the second game. So as a flame. From a Flames fan perspective, it's as horrible as it possibly could have been. Yeah. Which is what makes it so great yeah. for us. Oh, yeah. Because it couldn't have been more painful for them. When you win the first game and you score nine goals and then you're up 2 nothing in the first period of game two in a best-of-seven series, you're thinking, we got this. Yeah. 
this is ours. Yeah. All we have to do is not get in our own way. We'll be fine. And then you lose, 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 lose. Yeah, it was And so it's good. over. It it's just so fucking good. fantastic. And I had a bet with Brittany Lysing because we were working in Kelowna when the series started. And uh, so we bet, like, whoever loses has to wear their team jersey, like, the other person's team jersey on stage that weekend. And uh, she lost, and she was headlining Jack Calgary that weekend. <laughs> mwah, it was mwah, it was meant to be. So like, she had to wear it on like, yeah, what night? On I, I, we said the whole weekend, but I said just one. So she wore it on Friday night. And good, uh, like, honestly, Brittany Lysing, I'm so proud of you because that, that would have been hard to do. To do. That's a tough thing to do. That would have been hard to do. And I guess some people, like, like she got booed, and then some other some lady heckled her about it, and then she's well, like, she would have explained right away. No, yes, like, of course, I yeah. I don't want to wear no. this fucking piece of shit. But I think it was so funny. It was so great. Like, and if I had won, or if if they had won, I would have had to wear a Flames jersey in Toronto. But who cares? Like, I don't care. Yeah, that wouldn't matter. But the fact that she was headlining oh. Calgary Yuck Yucks, oh, it was so Ooh. beautiful. Like, I, I <laughs> it was so satisfying. I would have been like by the stage. And then, no, I'll put it on. Like, I yeah. wouldn't have put it yeah, on. Yeah. I wouldn't have worn it all day when yeah. I got it on the green room. Yeah. I can't, I just can't picture myself in a flame. Oh, it's no. Disgusting. It's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. It, I would vomit on it. Ugh. Yeah. No, it's Such gross. Such horrible well, jerseys and, and people. I was talking so much shit online because it was fun. It was fun talking shit. And then one of my friends is like a flames fan he's like you're gonna when you guys lose you're gonna you're gonna have to take it too and i'm like okay fine that's fine and then and then like we lost we won and then he was like oh well i mean i like having to do it <laughs> it was, it yeah. was so good like, yeah it was not so bad well I, w- I mean i was already preparing when we got down to nothing in game two i was already preparing for like a social like how do i handle this yeah because i'm not going to be able to just watch this no i'm not going to be able to just watch the orders get rolled over by no, the flames it would be painful so i'm not going to be able to watch the games yeah i'm not going to be able to go on social media and see people like laughing about yeah. it so i'm, I'm like I, i'm gonna like i went from thinking i'm gonna watch this series intently and be yeah. to thinking like how do i what's my exit strategy like after game two i'll watch this but then when we lose this game, how do I not watch the like I gotta I can't watch the rest of this. I yeah. cannot watch the flames beat us. <laughs> you know, I'm too much of a coward to even watch it. It's just like it is a thing of like Calgary, like it's just they get one thing and then they like hold it over you for years. So now we can just hold this over them for years. They're just so they're so cocky. Like if, if they the really fl- think if, they're if the flames the best. if the flames <laughs> had McDavid and Drysaddle, I'd be like I don't know if we can beat the fucking Flames, but yeah. the Flames fans, it was like, how can you be this cock? Like, we have McDavid and Dreisaitl, and you're like, should be able to roll over these fuckers in five. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, the Avs, that'll be a test. Like, But they weren't really preparing to even be tested until the Avs. They just thought, like, okay, we got past the Stars. They had some crazy goalie. And then, and then the Flames also, like, crafted two narratives that were kind of, you know, like, oh, Otten, we're way better than Dallas, but their goalie was crazy good. Yeah. And then, like, oh, we should have beaten Edmonton, but Connor McDavid was crazy good. Like, that's hockey, you fucking yeah. idiots. Yeah. yeah, they're better than that's you. That's fucking <laughs> hockey. Like, one person, whether it's a goalie, a defenseman, a forward, p- has a great series yeah. and takes you down. Yeah. I mean, and they were acting like, well, if they didn't have that one guy, like, if Dallas didn't have that goalie, if if the orders didn't have McDavid, then we would have won. Like, yeah. that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. That's what do you mean? Like, yeah. if their goalie wasn't playing really well, we would have beaten Dallas. Or if Connor McDavid wasn't as good, we would have beaten Edmonton. Like, yeah, but they're not. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like if we lost to Calgary, we'd be like, well, if you guys didn't have Markstrom, like yeah, but we do, right? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. it, it just that's such a dumb fucking argument. But they th- they threw it out there the whole time. Yeah. They wanted the narrative to, and then even that narrative got exploded. Because it was like, well, you know, we're getting beat by one player. Yeah, ridiculous. That's it. We're better than them as a team, but they've got this one, like, crazy supernatural talent, and he's kind of upending the apple cart. And then at the end of the series, it's like, well, wait a second. Dreisaitl had 17 fucking points. Yeah, And, uh, I mean, it looks like we, uh, you know, like, uh, so that was the dumbest thing they could have done. You never... I don't. I never. I don't understand it. In any series, you never want to give any bulletin board material to the opponent. You never want to give them any extra motivation yeah. ever. So for them to come out and say like, "Well, we're basically losing to one guy," like now every other fucking player elevated their game. 
Well, it's like when they said to Vander Kane, like, oh, you want some money? Like, he, they did that to him. And the next game, he comes and gets a hat trick because he's so fucking pissed off. And our... They're so stupid. That's what that's what always fucks Calgary. They are so... The entire, like, vibe of Calgary is cocky. Like, we think we're better than everybody else in this country. Like, they're like quiet Toronto. Like, they think Calgary is yeah, the best city. They, like, think that, oh, we have mountains. They think that they're just so fucking great. But when it comes time to back up this thing, they can never do it. <laughs> and when they lose, they have an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys have David. That's it. Yeah. You know, we're a better team. Like, well, you're not because uh, we have McDavid. So yeah. that makes you not the better team. Like, yeah. Well, no, we're the better team. You just have one. But he's on our team. Yeah. So then we're a better team. No, we're a better team. Like, <laughs> no, you're not. You lost in five fucking games. Like, I didn't argue too much with Flames people because I knew that, like, if we had lost, yeah. I wouldn't want anybody shitting on me. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to shit on you know, flames fans. I did. The, I, I quite, well, I you're am allowed a to, a because bitch, you're whatever. not like, you're like, I, I, tune, I have no I tu- game. Yeah. You're like, I tune in and I tune out yeah. to the order. So yeah. like, I don't fucking, I don't owe anybody anything. It's not the, like, I literally could care less if they won the cup. I just wanted them to beat Calgary. That's the only reason why I was watching that series. Cause I'm like, they have to be Calgary. It would have been nice if they had not been swept in the next one. And that was a little embarrassing, but whatever, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To a team that's just a lot better than them, but yeah. But that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, it was so. Oh, it was. Fu- it was fun being excited about something for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and wh- wh- what about Adam? Was he into it as well? He got into it. Yeah, he yeah. was very into it. And he's like, he's a Canucks guy. Yeah, and I kept on like texting his dad. I'm like, how's your team doing? Because <laughs> he loves Canucks. And then he would be all like, he would come back at me all the time. I'm like, Bill, your team hasn't been in the playoffs <laughs> in a million years. Oh, you guys had four first overall, overall picks in seven <laughs> I know, fucking I know, years. I know. Like, yeah, yeah. I love sports fans. They're so crazy. Like, I don't know if you're on Twitter a lot, but there's like um account for Burger Bear and like the restaurant. And he's just he just shit talks on it. Like it's r- it's such a rude account. It's so I funny. The fuck that is. He had a hashtag eat shit Calgary. <laughs> it was so fu- I thought it was eat so shit. funny. <laughs> Yeah, my friend that was mad at me for shit talking, he's like, why are you being so aggressive about, like, I don't, like, you actually hate Calgary? I'm like, no, I don't hate Calgary. I just, you guys are cocky. Like, you guys are that person. Like, you think that you're just, like, so grand, but you're just, you're just another city. And they're, they're they're a better city than us, but only because of the proximity to the mountains. Yeah. So it's like. If Edmonton, if w- if Jasper was right there, forty five minutes away from Edmonton, we would be tied with Cal. So Calgary's not better. It's just the proximity. The yeah. yeah, yeah. Their proximity to a nicer place <laughs> makes them a more desirable place than Edmonton. Yeah. But that's it. That is it. And they think it's way more than that. Yeah. They think it's like the people. Oh, the p- and that's the worst part of Calgary. <laughs> that's the worst part of Toronto. Yes. Where it's like the people is what Vancouver's like that too. Where it's like yeah. We're a part of the whatever the majestic nature that no, you're not. You could be replaced. Yeah. You, you could all be fucking airlifted out of here and replaced with the city of Fort McMurray, the population of Fort McMurray. Yeah. Still be a great Vancouver. Still be great. Yeah. There's no vibe that you bring to it as a person. No. It's just a beautiful city that you happen to fucking live in. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. But yeah, Calgary, Toronto, Vancouver, they do have that attitude of like. I'm a p- I am personally a part of what makes this place special. Yeah. That no, you're not. Those are the three cities where they'll always say when you're from Edmonton, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you're such a loser. Anybody that says that, full on loser. Yeah. Like, and they're, they're like waiting for you. The, the joke is already like in a, their head. Yeah, I, can't wait, like, I can't wait. I hope they're from a place that's not great. Yeah. Where are you from? Edmonton. <laughs> sorry to hear that. Yeah. Like every time someone has said that, I, I have even said to people, I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, you're a loser. <laughs> like, that's the lamest joke ever. I Worst don't think of we missed a, I mean, did we miss out on anything being from Edmonton? No. I mean, Edmonton, over There's the no years, Disneyland has, here. Like, we have K-Days. We do have, K-Days we, is as close as we get. We have get. Fancyland in West Montreal. are you talking about? We, we have a water slides <laughs> park indoors. <laughs> We I like I like your shows. defense of Edmonton. You're I, like, I, what are you fucking talking about? We got a, a, a galaxy quest. I have to be defensive because people are like so shitty, and it's always people that have not been here ever, like they've never even been here. And then so when they're like, "Oh, I've heard Edmonton's pretty shitty," I'm like, "It's pretty good uh, if you know 
about Edmonton, but we don't like to tell people from outside of Edmonton where the good shit well, is because we don't want you there. Because the punchline is Alberta is racist, right? Which is the same as like how. Which is funny ver- because Edmonton is the most liberal city out of the province. But it's sort of like if you were like a liberal in Texas. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, Texas, you know, and then you'd be like, hey, actually, there's. There's Austin. Yeah. There's like this isn't all like fuck. You know there are some progressive. Yeah. Things. Well, they say like Edmonton's the Austin of Canada and da- and Calgary's the Dallas of Canada. Sort of like. Thing. Mm, I don't think Calgary would like that because they would like to think of themselves as hip and cool. <laughs> They're not hip and cool. They're they want to be so cool so how bad. Many, it, it's how many comedy painful. clubs do you think there are in Texas? Like fucking two hundred. Probably. You could probably just tour around Texas for the rest of your career. <laughs> yeah, because I looked online at the clubs in San Diego and Anaheim. Yeah. Not that I was going to go to any shows. I was just like, for some reason, like, I'm like, well, I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm interested to see how many comedy clubs they have. Yeah. And they each had like five. They had the, well, San Diego is the comedy store in La Jolla, which is just outside of San Diego. But yeah. I don't know. They have an improv there, probably. Well, they, uh, like, you, c- I could tell from being in comedy, like, I could click on their upcoming events calendar and see, like, A Club, B Club, C Club. Yeah. But the average tourist, and it, like, reminds you that the average tourist, like, I'm the average tourist in every other walk of life but comedy. Yeah. If I was a non-comedian, I would never be able to make sense of this list. Like, yeah. it'd be like, you go on there and everything's f- rated 4.2 or 4.4. And the A club has the lowest rating, Why? and uh, well, just because like they're a target, mm. so people would put bad reviews on. Like the D club would oh put, you know, if you're the D club, what are you gonna do? You're gonna hit the top two clubs with negative reviews, get their rating down, and it made me realize like what a whore I am for that. Like I go online and I'm like, let's Google this thing that I might do and then I'll look at the reviews. I and then love I will, looking I will, up Google reviews. I will trust the reviews. I will trust the star system. Don't and trust it's it like, ever. What a, why was I doing that? Yeah. I love Google reviews. Like I love like even like <laughs> I did a TikTok about it. I'm like the first thing I do when I get into a hotel room I like Google all the restaurants around me and I read their menus for hours. I l- I'll just read a menu and if, like not like I'm even going to go there, but I'm like, mm, I love reading menus. <laughs> I, I could go there. And you know where the best Google reviews are? Strip clubs. I found really? that out in Niagara Falls because we were maybe going to go to a strip club. And so I was Googling them. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, they have reviews. And they were like, dancers are unprofessional. <laughs> like hilarious. And you've got to look up. Some of these girls look like they might have been on the yes. ganja. Yes. <laughs> like, don't like, look. Look at, like, look, Google all the one-star reviews on there. These girls were unprofessional. It was so funny. It was some of so them appeared good. To be, some of the dancers appeared to be intoxicated. I feel like I might have even screenshotted some. I don't even know if I could find one in a good time. But I was laughing so hard when I was reading these. They were, uh, they were very funny. I'm going to look up my screenshots. I, re- I like reading ones where of comedy clubs. Yeah. And then you try to figure out who the comedian was because nobody, I mean, that's one of the great things of the anonymity of being a Canadian stand-up is like, even if somebody leaves you a horrible review, they don't leave your name. Yeah. They just say, the second comedian was an abomination. The first one was okay. The third one, I don't, like, it's just either the first, the second, or the third. Yeah. And then you just hope that you. So the club wears it. The club wears all the bad reviews. Yeah. There was some bad ones for uh, the Yuck Yucks in Edmonton, and it was pretty funny because they, it's like one star and then like this show sucked and then and then you read it and then it's like you didn't like the food like they're <laughs> yeah. like the comedians were pretty good the, the comedy show was good but the chicken was dry as a bone it was and disgusting like, but they leave a one star review and say like this show sucked and then the <laughs> explanation is that the food wasn't good which is the casino it wasn't there. I, I couldn't find them. I'll find. I'll have one for next week. I'll go find some for next week because they're really funny. Like <laughs> it's, just, it's just men getting mad. These these strippers are gonna rob you. <laughs> like, these strippers. That's my favorite when men are like, I got robbed by a stripper. I'm like, oh. I gave her a hundred bucks and I thought she'd want to have sex with me for free later. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was aroused. <laughs> Turns out the whole thing was a ruse. Yeah, I watched the thing. There was like a two-hour thing on crypto. This guy named Dan Olson from yeah. Calgary. Yeah. Who is like like a software guy or whatever. And he hates NFTs and he hates crypto. I don't understand. Still, I've tried. I've tried to read and I cannot understand them. I don't understand it. Well, I, before I watched this documentary, I didn't realize like how, you know, kind of grifty they the are. whole thing is. Because yeah. NFTs were just created to give you something to do with your crypto. Okay. So like NFTs are n- are nothing, 
they're not even um, like he's like they don't even like have uh, they're not even protected links. So it's not like there's no privacy. There's there's no security. Anybody can take it. Anybody can just you know right click on it and yeah. steal the image. And it doesn't protect against link rot. So your link de- uh, degrades over time just as quickly as if somebody like right clicked on like, you know like just took a screenshot of the image. Like it's so crazy. And then the people that have paid big money for NFTs to kind of try to create interest, like, oh my God, do you see that monkey that somebody paid 88? Like, oh, that guy paid 88 million. They're usually people with their own crypto community that have their own coins and tokens. And they're trying to generate interest for themselves. So they'll spend 88 million. The value of their token or coin or whatever goes up. People try to enter their community. They, it's a pump and dump scheme. So they just like, hey, the, you know, we've just increased the value speculatively yeah. of our product because there's no real world application for our product. But people know that we were the ones that spent 88 million. So we must be a fucking cool little. So, and yeah, crypto, he just made it sound like it's not, it's not workable because, um, you know, I think the one point he made that was really good is he said, yeah, let's say it's worth $20,000 now for one Bitcoin and Bitcoin wins. It's the winner. So 20 years from now, everybody needs to possess Bitcoin in order to sort of function in the world because Bitcoin has taken over the fiat system. If that were to happen, then when one Bitcoin will be worth $250,000, $300,000 like because, the, because oh now the value is so high. But now any kid like my kid, whoever's kids, anybody's kids that needs needs Bitcoin has to spend like real dollars to get Bitcoin converted into Bitcoin and they have to sp- they have to en- and they'll have to enter the marketplace in debt. Yeah. Like the only way that you if you're 5 years old today, Bitcoin is the winner. At 18, you need Bitcoin to move out, to live, to fucking do whatever. Then like okay, I need to spend 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 like Canadian dollars to get bit- to get like a sliver of bitcoin. I need to get like <laughs> a line of credit uh to per- and go into debt to purchase enough bitcoin to live. This and the re- and the, the real world value of that bitcoin cuz some like I've told this to people and they're like well whatever like you know 20,000 is 20,000. It's like no, 20,000 is not 20. If you need to spend 20,000 Canadian dollars to get a sliver of bitcoin because you need Bitcoin to make purchases, then the actual dollar value of the Bitcoin you're buying is way less than the $20,000 because the winners are the people who bought in early. Yeah. Everybody else is fucked. fucked. Yeah. S- and that's that's the system that crypto people want. Yeah. Like that's what they're advocating for is a system where they are declared the gigantic winner at the end Yeah. because they didn't care about what happened in 08. They just want to be the winners this time. Yeah. Like they just, I want to win. So it's so if you try to explain to them like, what happens in twenty years when the value of Bitcoin is crazy high and then people have to get that Bitcoin but they didn't own any before, yeah. and they're like, well, that's fantastic because that's how I get fucking rich. Ugh. So it will never work. How long do you think we're gonna have like cash for? Like, I think that cash is gonna go away in a few, uh, in the next in our lifetime because I thought it was gonna go away because of COVID because it's so dirty and th- everybody just have. It sort of did go away. Yeah. Like if I go in, I like never have cash on me anymore. If I if I try to buy something with cash, they look weird. people are like, "Ew, uh, yeah. let me go get my my uh, currency tongs." <laughs> currency tongs. Uh, like they grab it, like <laughs> ew. Like I just gave them a fucking dirty diaper. It's They're like, it is funny ew. when you try to pay with cash. They people are like, "What the drop fuck?" Drop it is in the this? till. What the fuck is this? Yeah, no, they don't. I mean, they're, you know, like that Dan Olson guy talks about, there will be a digital currency and it will sort of probably overtake like hard currency, but it'll be boring. Yeah. It'll be so boring. You know, that's why crypto doesn't work because it's either an investment that's volatile and that's what makes it exciting is like what you check your Bitcoin price. But if you wanted to actually use digital currency as money, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to, it couldn't be the same thing where you're checking the price and going, what's it worth today? Like it would have to be the most boring thing ever where you just, you don't even think about it. You're yeah. just like, how many Bitcoin do I have? Fucking whatever, like, you know, so it can't work both ways. So there will be a digital currency, but it, we won't really even talk about it very much because it'll be boring as shit. You know, it'll just it be al- like- This is already boring. I don't get understand any of it. I don't want to, uh, I, I don't like the future. <laughs> 
or the past. Me. It all scares me. I don't like the future, past, or present. <laughs> I'm gonna go I can't think of a favorite tense. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't have a favorite tense. What is tense? your favorite tense? None. None. <laughs> the future's scary. The, the past future's was awful and already happened. Yeah. It can't be fixed. And, and the, the present, present sucks. Is a combination of reflecting on those two things. Yeah. Yeah, that was my banter question. Is like, Kathleen, is it true that you missed the lockdown? I was like, yeah, I miss being able to watch Netflix all day and do nothing and not feel bad about it. I miss that. I literally miss it. It was too nice. I enjoyed myself too much. The lockdown was basically two years of rain. Right? Yeah. So it was no, but the, I mean the like lockdown where we were locked in. I, I loved that when we were in and you couldn't go. You, you like I would go drive around by myself around the empty city. And it was so fun. It was so cool. Yeah. Gas was like 20 cents a liter. <laughs> like it was yeah. uh, it was that was our that was our utopia when you didn't have to go and do stupid plans with people and you just got to stay at home and watch whatever you wanted to watch and not feel stressed about like, oh, yeah. I should be doing this show. I should be doing this. Like you got right. to just breathe and have. Yeah. like. Because you have like little micro jealousies, right, where you're like looking at stuff yeah. and you're like, fuck, I don't. Not that I want to do more comedy, but sometimes you're like, oh, I've never been asked to do that. Or yeah. And that was gone. Yeah. Right. Like, because nobody, nobody was, was nobody was doing, was doing anything. anything. Nothing. So you were never like thinking I should be doing more or yeah. looking online and going, hey, nobody's ever because nobody was doing anything. Nobody's so doing it was anything. just like comedy. Except for online shows and they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. And nobody was jealous of that. Nobody was jealous like of the online shows. Online, like I just did four online shows. You were like, congratulations. Congratulations, you weirdo. <laughs> or like I just did three backyard shows. And, and it's like, OK. Yeah. Like, I don't I'm not jealous of that. I think every year we should get a month off where everyone is told to stay inside and everything locks down. Well, there's a lot more talk of four day work weeks. Yeah. And a lot more talk about like people just working from home. Like it. it, it and there's so many people now that quit their jobs because they're like, you have to come back to the office. And they're like, no, thanks. And then they just go find a remote job. So many more people are quitting their jobs. It's like it's not worth it for well, them. Fucking, I mean, I'm such an old fogey that I'm like. I guess everybody's coding now. Like, that's what everybody does is just codes. What? Like coding jobs. Oh, where it's like you just stay at home and you're I'm a coder. I live anywhere. I make whatever 70 grand a year. Like I saw some stat in the States. that was like there's a new middle class. You know, we think there's no middle class, but there's like a new middle class of people that make between 80 and one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year at home coding. Yeah. Like that's the the new thing that so it's like oh it's hard to find people to do this job it's because they all work at home doing some fucking wacky I don't even know what coding is isn't it writing programs and stuff I guess so but I don't even know what that means I don't know either like I like that would be my next line is like well you're just writing programs but if somebody said like what is writing a program it'd be like I have no fucking <laughs> idea one zero one zero one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is as close as I can come to it is I remember I used to go I used to in the beginning of video games this is like such an old man story yeah. but. I think it was like the Commodore Vic 20 was my introduction to video games. Yeah. It's like a keyboard monitor, whatever. But in order to play a game, like you wouldn't have physical games. You'd have to write the code in for the game yeah. to play it. So it'd be like two pages of code and I'd have to just type it into the screen. Oh, my God. The two, And I'd have to, okay, look at that. And then it would just be boo, just massive amounts of text, different digits, numbers. And then at the end, I would press the button enter and then it would say syntax error, which basically just meant you have made one mistake. And we don't know where it is. We can't tell you where it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd have to fucking there was you couldn't even just like paste and yeah. then delete. You had to like manually, sadly, oh fucking God. delete all the way up and then start from scratch. Oh, my God. And then the game that you got to play was like a little airplane. Yeah. And you press the button and went. Like it went up in the air and then you would like just shoot things. <laughs> we had a computer, but like we had like those floppy disks with it. So it'd mm -hmm. be like, oh, to continue the game, put in disk B to continue the game. Put in, put in. Like it's crazy. They were bad games, too. For they the were bad. Oregon Trail, though, was very fun. Did you get to play Oregon Trail or or cross country Canada or something? It was like, like a truck one. I like Moon Patrol and River Raid. River Raid. Yeah. Where you had to go like. You were on a river, you're going up and you were shooting boats, you were yeah. in an airplane, but you couldn't like hit the walls. So you just, I don't know. That was kind of fun. That's crazy. We but are so we old. Yeah. I mean, you're, how old are you now? 41. 41. I'm 44. Oh my God. You might die first. 
I will die first. <laughs> I have way more problems. <laughs> you don't have more problems. I'm on way more pills than you are. <laughs> They're not going to kill you, though. They'll kill me. <laughs> I take pills that aren't even prescribed to me. Somebody else's, <laughs> somebody else's name is on the bottle. It was basically like, here, take these forever as, because it's another person. Like when I die and that they're going to be like, how long was he taking y- your pills? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. Nine years. Yeah, he never thought of going and seeing if it was right, yeah, right for him. Going to see a doctor and <laughs> getting a prescription so they can be free. Well, I went to like an 88. I did the specialist thing. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, yeah, you have ADHD and here's a, you know, I'll, we'll write up a prescription. But the clinic doesn't prescribe that. You have to go to a doctor. No, I, uh, they sent me to the oh, specialist. So okay. the clinic sent me to the specialist. And I was like, okay, apparently I do have ADHD. And they're like, oh, cool. Um, we don't prescribe that here. And I'm like, but that's the, that was the outcome that was always in the yeah. cards. Why did you send me to the specialist? And they're like, oh, you'd have to go to a different doctor. That's so weird because when I got diagnosed, the guy wrote me a prescription that day. I went and got my pills that day. Yeah, he told me, like, oh, we'll tell your doctor, and then he'll prescribe it. Yeah. And then they were like, nope, we don't prescribe that here. What? We don't fucking prescribe, you meth head fuck. Oh, my God, that's go to a different doctor. Yeah, I, I'm just tired. I'm tired of doctors, just tired of them. Yeah, I know. They're 35 bucks a pop. They try to get you out of there in 10 minutes. That's, I mean, they don't even realize, like, Western medicine's focus on money is what allows homeopathy to function. Yeah. Because you get to go in there for, like, you don't even have to be a doctor, obviously. And you just pontificate for 45 minutes and they listen. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I feel listened to. Yeah. I feel better just being listened to. And then they give you some sort of solution at they the give, end. Yeah, and they give you a memory pill. Yeah. And then you take it and you feel better. And then you go back the next time and you're listened to again. Yeah. Whereas a doctor's like, here's a real solution, but get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And you're like, I don't, you know. And people do shit on doctors too much where they're like, well, they're just drug pushers there. And it's like, they're drug pushers because we don't change any other part of our life. Yeah. That's why they're drug pushers. Yeah. They're not drug pushers because they like to push the drugs. No, if you get diagnosed with diabetes and then you work out and you lose weight and you eat better, you can get rid of it. Yeah, but they also but have to give you the prescriptions but because they know you're probably not going to yeah, fucking do cause it. Yeah, because most people will not do that. No. Most people and pills fix stuff nicely. <laughs> Diabetes is usually the one where people do make changes. That's the one where people are like, OK, yeah. I better fucking. Well, it's so cute. It's always like I was at a grocery, uh, a gas station and uh, there was like this older dude and he goes, oh, uh, he's he said, you you know, they're always like, do you want some chocolate bars two for five? Like they always <laughs> and he goes, oh, no, 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 no. My sugars have been so good lately. I, once in a while I'll have some. And but no. he's like, yeah, I like looking at your sugars. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, oh, boy, language roadblock. <laughs> I guess sugars means breasts in his <laughs> homeland. Yeah, they've really turned all those people into, like, front-end salespeople, haven't they? Yeah. Like, now you get asked a million, like, it's just nonstop everywhere, even at McDonald's. You want a blueberry pie? Like, did I fucking say Oh, yeah. All upsell, pie? upsell, upsell. That's like, like a- hey, do you want our lowest uh, f- volume item? No, yeah. blueberry pie. I hate that. That's how they start the thing too. Hi, would you like to try Hi. our? Bubble? I'm like, no. Did you down? Did you have the app? No. Do you want a blueberry pie? No. I just want this, and they're like, okay, but can I interest you in it? No. Like it used to be just an upsize. Yeah. Where it's like, lar- how about a large? Yeah. Like the, I was okay with upsizing. Yeah. Like I go in there and I've ordered something, and you try to get me a bigger thing. Yeah. Like a the bigger version of what I said. Like if I order a blueberry pie and you go, you want a big old blueberry pie? Like yeah. And I'm like, give me the biggest. Then well, that's okay. But it's like, I didn't even fucking say blueberry. And trust me, like I've done jobs where you do have to upsell at the end of calls or something. And uh, I know that like nobody likes doing it. The people don't want to do it. But like sometimes they're, they're probably giving them an incentive. Like they probably get yeah. like like 25 cents every time you sell a pie to somebody. But it's so stupid. And when I worked for Toys R Us, they made us like pitch at this warranty on every product. Like, just buy this warranty for this toy. It's like $5. And if it breaks, you just send in something and you get a gift card to get it. So, and I literally was like listening to them. And I said, so people could just go buy a toy, break it, and get a gift card for it. And they're like, yep, if you have the warranty. So that's how I tried to sell it. But then after a while, I'm like, I'm not making anything out of this. Like I never got, we didn't get any like 25 cents yeah. of thing. It was just like, you had to ask. And I was like, 
I'm not asking this anymore. Like, I don't have to. I'm not nothing. I don't benefit from this at all. You're going to have to cut me in. I wouldn't be surprised. If I'm going to be a salesperson, you're, it's called commission. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those companies, whether it's McDonald's or 7-Eleven or whatever, their incentive program is once in a while we're going to send somebody in. Yeah. And if you don't ask the questions, you're fired. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised like either. That, this is That's our incentive program. Yeah. You're fired if you don't do it. Yeah. Because you're never going to know who's in here. Like, And then you don't do the preamble of like, here's the cookies. Like now 7-Eleven is this fucking like forest oh of God, shit up front where it's like just everything and they're like oh can i interest you you can't even fucking they, you have to look over the cookies yeah they're like why don't you take some of these cookies they're on sale yeah like, okay it's no. too much it's like stop these companies need to stop telling it's all because they're so fucking profit driven well and it's like wh- why does the in- they're like why are we losing so bad to the internet and it's like well the internet's like fucking popping up and yeah. then they're like we need to take some of that internet juice and put it into real life yeah so they've taken all that internet juice where we click on something where we click on it and then we get nine fucking ads for adjacent products. Yeah. And they're like, we need to take some of that internet and put it right in our front, right in the front of our stores. Yeah. Do you want a blueberry pie? Do you want a fucking no, 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 no. And then we deal with it just like we deal with the internet. No, yeah. no. X, 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 X. Pe- the co- companies are getting too nosy. Like I, my, I get my drugs at Shoppers Drug Mart and it is, I'm moving them because it is like every they are so intrusive like every time i come in they're like how are these uh sad pills doing for you like so sad loud. Pills. no i'm just paraphrasing <laughs> no 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 but or are you par- still boohooing every but they, night but they you do still ask, cry or they're like how is this going for you i'm like i'll talk to my doctor about it i'm not talking to some pharmacy yeah. tech like what are you gonna what is this 18 year old kid gonna uh, is I this the first it. time you've taken it like yes. i've been on pills my whole fucking life and i'm like I, also, shouldn't you know that? My prescription has been here for three years. Like, shouldn't yeah, you know they that? They want to explain it to you. I hate it. And then, like, every six months, can we talk to you for five minutes about all your pills? I'm like, no, I talked to my doctor about this shit. Leave me alone. Yeah, you give me the fucking I drug. literally get mad. And I've, I've even said, can you put somewhere in my file that I don't want to discuss my health with you guys? <laughs> like, why do you think nobody wants to do yeah. that? Well, they want to pretend they're more than a pusher of drugs. Oh, they want to pretend that they're being, like, helpful and stuff. But it's just, it's intrusive and it's, like, rude. I find it, because there's people around and they're asking you all about your medical history. There's an old woman behind you and, like, well, Butrin, what's that? Is that for pussies? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's my herpes medication. (laughs) Oh, good heavens. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. (laughs) It's my herpes medication. It just works in lowering my sex drive so I don't give it to anybody else. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing they can do for herpes except make you want to not fuck anybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good strategy. That's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks for doing your own podcast again. Yeah, we did it again. I guess we're doing them again. Yeah, I guess we're doing them again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, the people, the people uh, were demanding it. One person really asked. One person. I didn't have anybody, but that's fine. I mean, it's still fun to do. As long as one person does it. As long as one person. Where, wasn't who wasn't I with you, Jim? Yeah, Somebody said something. Maybe. maybe I don't know. There, there were so, many different <laughs> so many different people that could oh, have so possibly many said many it, but <laughs> <laughs> there you there's go. There's your guy, shout out, I like Curtis. There's though. one guy who asked for it, and you're like, "Who was, what was his name?" I forget. <laughs> Kurt. I, I believe it was a Curtis. <laughs> I don't remember who it was, but it's enough to keep us going. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> doesn't take us we're the fucking we're yeah the when we're not on the road and podcasting camels yeah <laughs> <laughs> we just keep fucking making podcasts and trudging through the sand <laughs> with our masters water on our backs what dead baby animal did we see dead on the road coming home oh it was dead, dead baby, baby fox. fox that was really sad they're cuter i think they're when so they're cute. dead <laughs> they're really cute Eugene looks like a Oh, I saw some bears on a golf course with Kent. Live bears. It was like a mama bear and two little (gasps) baby brown bears. Oh, cute. And they were like walking. They they were literally like mm, maybe like to the uh, vitamin waters away. Yeah. So maybe 20 feet or something. And uh, we were like, holy shit, there's bears. And then the mama bear and the two baby bears like stopped and looked at us for a second. And we were like, hi. Whoa. Like they just stopped and they're like, what? (laughs) <laughs> you guys got a fucking problem and then they just turned and then just all walked off but i don't know i guess you're not like kent was saying you know, like no you're not a, you don't have to be afraid of brown bears yeah or like grizzlies bears. grizzlies will 
kill well, do would they just automatically kill you well I, I think it depends on they're hungry honestly and if they look at you and you're like i'd like to eat that i wouldn't want to be killed by a grizzly because i've seen how they do it you know like i saw i, a saw, vi- the I saw a video <laughs> of yeah i saw a video of like a bear that just like grabbed a moose and then pulled it down <gasps> and then just ate it like it was a TV dinner. Oh my god! So the moose is struggling and the bear is just like sitting on his ass yeah. on the grass, holding the moose by its neck and then once in a while like lifting its hind end up, taking <gasps> a bite out of it, putting it back down and then like w- like you're just watching TV. Oh my god! And th- I'm like, that's how I would die. Like if it yeah. got me, that's how slow it would be. Yeah. Oh, how many bites does it take to get to the center of your human? (laughs) I saw a video of like two bears fucking on the side of the road. This person's like filming them. You dirty pigs, you dirty pigs. It was so funny. Get a room, room, you two bears. Sickos. (laughs) Typical brown bear behavior. Right on top of each other. Oh, well. All right. Thanks for being on your podcast. Thank you for having me. (laughs) 